Hey, what's up, guys? Jordan Anderson here. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I've got a question, or actually, I've got several series of questions for you. Um, how easy is it for your clients to book with you? It's kind of like the main question. Um, maybe you can answer the following questions here for me. Here we go. What barriers are in your client's way? Can they contact you? Can they pay you? Can they schedule anything with you? And what if they have questions? We kind of set up our websites a lot of times to be sort of these digital resumes or these portfolios, um, but we often don't think about the client's experience and kind of what the client goes through. Um, yes, maybe it is a good idea that you have uh, your past work, your past clients, testimonials on your website, but when it actually comes down to, you know, brass tacks, when it comes down to business, uh, how easy what, how easy is the path for your clients to get in contact with you, to book a project with you, to uh, somehow use your services or buy your product? How easy are you making it for them? Um, we talked about this in in a previous episode, uh, How to Look Like a Big Business, where we talked about you know putting your contact information on there and making a clear uh, place to contact you and things like that. Um, but maybe we can kind of go through these questions one by one. So what barriers are in your client's way? Um, that's sort of a, a broad question. Um, is it on your website? Is it make you know things like things as simple as like making sure it's mobile friendly? Because a lot of folks are on your phone on the phone now. I'd say probably sixty percent, if not at least fifty percent, of your web traffic to your website is at least mobile friendly. So, does this work on a phone? Does this look good on a phone? Um, some barriers could be like how complicated is your contact form? How difficult is it for me to find your contact information? Um, if I prefer to call you, if I'm more of a phone call kind of person, is it is there a phone number that I can call? Um, or is it just emails? And then how easy is that for it to set up? You know, if I click on the email button or if I click on the contact now, um, does it show me an email or is it just send me to a random box where I put in information and click send? And I think that kind of answered the second question too, can they contact you? Um, if a client wants to get in touch with you, how easy is it for them to contact you? I mean, another way too is, you know, I've, I've advertised too in the past that uh, if you have any questions, leave a comment on a YouTube video or send me a DM. You know, I'm, uh, you're listening to this podcast and podcast doesn't exactly have, a, you know, a, a comments box or some kind of uh, immediate button where you can click and contact me. Uh, but I always say, you know, you can go to jordanpanderson.com or you can go to at jordanpanderson on Instagram and send it and uh, send a DM that way. And that works just as well. So uh, making sure you're advertising on all your platforms, an easy way for your clients, your potential clients to get in contact with you. The next question is, can they pay you? Now, uh, this kind of gets a little bit into invoicing and maybe, you know, and all depends on like the invoice. Uh, it all depends on the invoicing software that you use, the accounting software that you use, um, whether it's Stripe, whether it's Square, whether it's QuickBooks, whether it's, I don't know, FreshBooks, whatever they call it. Um, when you're finished with the services or when you're about to start a project with your client, how do they go about paying you? You know, when I remember uh, when I first started wedding videos, I would actually have people mail me a check or uh, and I was like, and that was in 2015. So, you know, digital payments were very much prolific, but it was, you know, Square wasn't exactly prolific or Cash App wasn't exactly prolific back in 2015. 
But now it's, you know, are you, how do you want to get paid by your client? Are you sending them a, a bank transfer form? Are you, is it a, is there a credit card option? I, I, I have leaned now, and I used to be in the past, I'd say, you know, send me a check, cash, where it's, you know, I'm not, me, the, the vendor, me, the expert is not paying any fees. I'm not paying any credit card fees. But what I find is, you know, you want to make the experience as good and as easy as possible for your clients. So offer the credit card fees, offer Stripe, whatever it is to, as simply from the comfort of their couch to type in their credit card information and pay you and move on and get on with, uh, the actual services that you're offering or get, you know, how can, how can they get closer to the product or the service that you're offering? And, uh, so when they, you know, when I say, can they pay you, don't put all these barriers to entry. Don't put all these kind of limitations on how they can pay you. Look, if they, if they prefer a credit card and that's all they got, you're not going to say no. So just kind of go, you know, think about that. The next question is, can they schedule anything with you? And this kind of goes, you know, this is connected with the contact information, um, I've used in the past Calendly. I think some people use Acuity. Um, there are great calendar apps out there. Even you know, even just Google Calendar. There are great calendar apps out there where you can schedule something. Because there's nothing worse than an email chain where you're saying, "Oh, you know, uh, I'm available tomorrow at one o'clock." How does that sound? They go, "Oh, no, not tomorrow. Uh, I can't do that day. What other days do you have?" And you go, "Okay, how about uh, the next day?" And you go, "No, not the next day." And you just go back and forth in this email chain. When it could have just been like, hey, if you want to book an appointment with me or if we want to set up a call together, here's my calendar link. Click on it. You'll see all the available windows. You choose which one works best for you. And then I'll get a notification and say, you know, Sarah wants to book a meeting with you at 3 p.m. And go, great. And there's no back and forth. There's no kind of uh, lost in translation, any kind of missed dates or uh, confusion, like, wait, was I supposed to call you? Were you supposed to call me? Um, when were we meeting? I can't remember where exactly. Uh, so consider that. Cons- look out for things like Calendly. I think it's called Acuity as well. But um, but you know, find a way to organize your your scheduling. And finally, if they have any questions, um, what I've done, uh, what I've recently done with clients is take them all off email and put them all in a Slack channel. So this kind of this may be a little radical or a little strange, but uh, when I first heard it, I thought the same thing. Uh, we normally communicate with our clients through email, and because I guess we want some sort of paper trail, um, but that gets really cluttered and really lost. Uh, you kind of lose the thread, literally, uh, over and over. And you know, I've you know even to the same client, you might be sending four different emails, four different subject lines, and you're like. You know, you have one question that pertains to this type of subject line, but then there's another question that pertains to this other thread that you started. What I just found is you just start a Slack channel, uh, make it private, invite them privately, and uh, just communicate directly through there. That way it's quick, it's responsive, it's back and forth, and there's only one thread you can just scroll up and say, oh, this is where we talked about this. Uh, let me go back down. Okay, oh, look, they have a question here. And and kind of direct your clients, say, hey, if you have a question, you know, don't send me a text, don't send me a DM, don't send me an email, send me a Slack message because I'm able to keep track of that um, and keep a record of that. You know, for the past, you know, if we need to go back and say, oh, I already answered that question. Here we go. Here's the answer. So, um, Let's see. Anything else that I mention? Those are all some questions to kind of consider because, um, you know, when 
hopefully when everything kind of opens back up, when we're all kind of let out of this quarantine, there's going to be this, I want you guys to get really ready for this. There's going to be a mad dash to get back into business. You know, everyone right now, maybe they're, they're taking some time off. They're taking some time to kind of re, uh, you know, resharpen their tools in their business. But when everyone is allowed to get back to business, everyone is desperately going to be sprinting to get back to normal. So, uh, and eventually they're going to want to need your services. So it's crucial that you answer these questions in this podcast episode, honestly, and, and be, you know, take a good hard look at your website, a good hard look at your process and the what the client experience is like for your business. Really understand that because you don't want to be playing catch up when everything is back up and running. You don't want to be the one that, oh, shit, I for, oh, I forgot to set this up. I got um, my contact form is broken. I got to refix it. And yeah, you just don't want to be playing catch up or anything like that. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, my name is Jordan Anderson, and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Jordan P. Anderson podcast. Before we swipe away and go on to the next episode, I want you guys to go to jordanpanderson.com to sign up for my daily newsletter where we're talking about strategy, marketing, branding for creative small businesses. So if you're a creative small business, I want you guys to sign up at jordanpanderson.com. I'll see you there.